In the photo, they are eating something out of frame. Pounded yam, perhaps, or maybe a bar. They hadn't bothered to take off their graduation robes. They were ravenous. Tired from the heat, their bottoms sore from the plastic chairs they had sat in for hours, their feet swollen from the high-heeled shoes they had worn for the ceremony. Fumi sits on the left. She had pinned a yellow flower to her graduation cap, so her loose, bouncy curls, courtesy of Mama Fatima's hair rollers, and not, as many people seem to think, a biological gift from her late Lebanese mother, frame her face just so. Eniton sits in the middle, her hand hiding her laugh. She had gotten her hair relaxed as well, but the results were not as striking. She was glad that her graduation cap added volume to what was now chin-length, lackluster hair. She had worn powder to mute the impact of her shiny forehead and to cover the smattering of acne that dotted her cheeks. Zainab sits on Eniton's right-hand side. She wears a tight black scarf that pulls back the hair around her face, and she has twisted the ends of the scarf into a low knot at the nape of her neck, so it looks like a sophisticated chignon. Zainab and Fumi were the striking beauties of the trio. Cook and Fanta. People would joke when they would see the three of them walking together on campus. That Eniton never got a nickname was a slight she was used to. You attract beauty, a boy had told her once. But he had meant this quite literally. She attracted beauty only in the sense that she herself was not beautiful, but her two best friends were. Eniton had wanted to mark their graduation with some sort of pageantry. She was the unabashed sentimentalist of the group, prone to easy tears. She procured a candle used when there was no light and had stuck it in the swallow since they had no cake. Fumi had rolled her eyes at first, saying it was childish, but then Zainab lit the candle and they all erupted into peals of laughter, their shoulders juddering their stomachs aching from the strain of giggling so hard. The photo hadn't captured that moment, though, only the aftermath, when Zainab had taken the candle out and they were all eating greedily with their hands, slurping Ogbono soup off their fingers. Though well acquainted with unexpected sorrow, they were still so excitable that day, drunk with the potential they believe they have. At 19, 21, and 22, Their lives stretch out before them, vast and expansive. They feel fortunate. They are fortunate. One of them marries a good man and has four sons, four tall, dark sons with cheekbones sharp as cutlasses and milk-white teeth. She will be surrounded by so much steady and abiding affection, so unlike the love she coveted from the romance novels she read voraciously in school with their dramatic declarations and epic back and forth. But then there's tragedy. The usual, ordinary, unromantic kind. Three strokes, and just like that, she has an incapacitated husband and the looming imminent prospect of life without him. It is so hard to think of what she will be when he leaves her. She has been wife, then mother, for so long. Meanwhile, the one who brought the three of them together suddenly leaves the country, less than a year after this photo was taken. 
opting to marry the first man who ever really looks at her. She had never known what it felt like to be gazed upon with rapt admiration, to say something and know that she will be listened to. It's an intoxicating feeling, this attention. For a long time, she will think it is enough to sustain her. She is wrong. And one of them will become quite rich, as in, she has an apartment in London, shops at Harrods Rich, as in, she also has a house in Lecky and a sprawling compound in her husband's village Rich, as in, tinted black SUV windows Rich, and walk-in closet full of brand-named shoes she seldom wears Rich, as in, drivers and servants and what her husband does is ill-defined and definitely involves bribery, but she prefers not to think about it Rich. These three women are essentially sisters, though Fumi would chafe at the sickly sweetness of such a term. Their love has the makings of an ancient habit. It is automatic and unyielding. And though their unexpected separation so shortly after graduation tests their friendship, they remain steadfastly in each other's lives. And now they are going to be reunited for the first time since this photo was printed and handed out to each of them a few days after their college graduation ceremony in Zaria, Kaduna.